to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And we are back, Keys to the City. I am Trevor Keys, alongside T3 Big Bro. Ted, last night, a huge, huge deal for NFL fans. It was a huge deal. Yes, the NBA playoffs, but last night... And why the NFL continues to do what the NFL does better than anybody else, marketing. And the NFL, the 2022 schedule came out. And just think about how last year ended is how this year is going to start. There are so many great, interesting rematch games. But Ted, to you, I'm going to go out on a limb right now. And you can disagree with me. You tell me in a sec. To me, the most interesting game of the 2022 NFL season it's the first game of the year, bro. The Buffalo Bills are going to where the Super Bowl was last year to take on the defending champs. The two teams, to me, that if you look on paper right now, probably you would say are the top two teams in each of their respective conferences. So I know everybody's going to be like, oh, we get Brady Rodgers, you get Brady Mahomes, you get Brady Burrow, you get Philly against Dallas, you get the, the return of Russell to Seattle, Monday night football, first game of the year. But to me, it's the first game of the actual calendar season on September 8th when the Buffalo Bills travel to SoFi. Am I crazy? You think I'm a little well, crazy? I mean, no, not at all. I mean, the, the first game of the season is always a highlight because you were wondering, would you have the divisional rematches, NFC? You know, sometimes you see last year was Tampa Bay-Dallas. Great game, I know, because I was watching it in Sunnyside, Florida. So that was a beautiful thing. <laughs> who were you with? Who were you with? And, and, and you think about the year before, Dallas was against the Rams opening. But with that being said, the whole first weekend of the football season is, is outstanding. I mean, yep. between the Sunday night game, Tampa goes to Dallas. You got the Chargers, Rager, Raiders, and the rematch from that epic Sunday night football game. Yep. Um, and then, like you said, you start out with the Bills-Rams, which, listen, on February 12th next season, that could be the Super Bowl. Should have been, su- been the Super Bowl last year. Well, I mean, what, what's to say that the Bengals couldn't have won in the AFC Championship game? I, I, I look at the games, and I'm like, all right, the first week of the season is always the most interesting because it's like who's playing, everyone's healthy still right then and there, everyone. Then the games kind of change as the season goes because then you want to see how records and everything pans out. But yeah. I think the NFL does a great job every year putting out the season. Now it's kind of it, it's kind of unfortunate because they try to make a big hoopla on 8 o'clock news when really the the things were posted out during the day. I mean, we knew you were posting me the Giants well, schedule. We knew the, the we knew the Giants schedule. We didn't know a lot of other. We knew some games, like we well, knew the Thanksgiving well, games. We knew we knew the um the international games this year too, and a lot of great ones. We, I didn't I know all, you know all the international games. I was not yeah, aware they, of well, them. I mean, it's on Twitter. I mean, Twitter. I mean, for goodness sake, every day Twitter is always posting something, and the leaks of schedule and games came out. So it wasn't. So here's the thing: like, I know it's a big deal because we're officially one month closer to the NFL season. And then next month we'll start getting into training camp, mini camps, all that fun stuff. And then we're only a few months away from actual competition. So to see last night, this is just the start of to what everybody gets excited for. Yes. The NBA playoffs is a big deal right now. Everybody's loving it. It's been great. People loving baseball, but we know that the NFL is the NFL and it dominates no matter what. And for, like like I said, the NFL schedule release, they make a huge deal about it. 
10 years ago, bro, we just said, okay, here it is. The New York Giants are playing this, and that's it. Now we got to make it like a whole Hollywood thing. It's just this is what the NFL does better than anybody in this entire country is the marketing value. And that's why they're just they're, – they're, they're light years ahead of everyone else. Well, because here's the thing. People already started making arrangements. and you're figuring out, all right, when the Giants play. Okay, the Giants are playing Thanksgiving against the Cowboys at 430, right? Where am I going to be on Thanksgiving? There's Christmas Day games. There's New Year's Day games. You know, yep. something that the NFL tries to stay away from Christmas Day games, but we got we got a bunch of games on Christmas Day. Ooh, we I got New wait. Year's Day. We got Thanksgiving. We we got all the holidays. We got we got multiple international games this year. We got London, we got Mexico, we got Germany. And and, and then we and then and then you just got great football, and you got the matchups. I mean, you got you got the NFC North, you got the AFC North, which is going to be very, I think, very competitive again. I think the Steelers will rebound. I think the Browns once Deshaun, once we figure out what Deshaun Watson will be and and how he will play, I think. I mean, you look at that division. There's four possible playoff teams. You look at the AFC West. Every time those divisional games, any of those games could be the best game of the week. You know the the. So, you know, you're very interested. We got, we got, we got our uh, we got our friendly uh, Eagles fan. I, I mean, the Eagles, speaker, I mean, a team like that, I want to ask you quickly, I want to get your point. What is the most interesting game to you? I gave you mine. I said it's the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams week one, game one of the many great games that will be on display this year. To me, that's easy. I want to know your game. What is the number one game to you? Looking at this entire schedule, you've seen the top 10 games. You've seen all the, the coverage, the previews, and we all know the moves that have happened this offseason, the move, the craziest offseason maybe in the history of the NFL, and that's saying a lot because there has been an, a, a high deal of extreme movement in the past couple years in the NFL free agency or an offseason period. But to you, I want to know. I, I still haven't heard from yeah. you. What is your number one game? I, I, listen, I love that first game. That that sets the tone, right? You can't, ta- you, can't take, you can't take my game. I'm not taking it, but I, I wish this game was in Buffalo, but it's week six, Buffalo at Kansas City, the rematch of the epic semifinal game last year that we saw. Allen Mahomes, because we don't know what, what Patrick Mahomes is going to be this year without Tyreek Hill, you know, yeah. without some of his weapons. I mean, listen, I think Patrick Mahomes is still going to be Patrick Mahomes, but I think the, our offense will be a little bit different. I don't think you'll see that big play strike as much so mm-hmm. that you did. I think you're going to see a more judicial type of offense, six to eight plays down the field. You won't see that one or two play strike where it could go 80 yards. But I love the Buffalo-Kansas City. I love your game, the Buffalo Rams. Listen, then I love like the games where like Mike McCarthy and Dallas goes back up to Green Bay. The rematch, you know. Love, yeah. When Dallas-Green Bay, that's always an epic game. Dallas-Green Bay, you t- think about – the two franchises where they're historical. Um, sorry, Trevor. I got tree people cutting. I got trucks in the backyard. Everything going on. It's crazy over there. And then, of course, here's the other thing. You also get Russell Wilson going back to Seattle. I know it's only one year. He didn't leave on bad terms. But, you know, guys like when Brady went back to New England, those games have a little bit more intrigue. And then, listen, here's the other thing I think that's most intriguing, not even just the games. But now you got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on Monday Night Football. You got some new yeah com- the movement of announcing Al Michaels and Herb Street on Amazon Prime this year yep. with the Thursday night games. Mm-hmm. So, but I'll I'll take the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs right now as the most intriguing because I still look at those two teams as the front runners. <laughs> it's uh, first of all, Pat. If you're gonna comment, it's keys T W O to the city. It's oh, not T O. No, 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 no. 
You got you got to be if you're gonna be posting stuff like that, it's got to be TWO, like you always like to correct us, good man. But that is a poll that is very intriguing. I mean, I already know it's me. I mean, Ted's trying to grow the hair out just like me. Yeah, but, but here's the thing: it's, it's not, not bad. It's, it's, Ted, it's, it's, it's not, it's not bad. But Ted, you were just saying too. It looks good though. It doesn't look bad. I'm glad you brought that point up too. We're talking about the games right now of the 2022 NFL seasons. Officially was out last night. Came out last night. And you said it. It was the announcers. Like, think about the movement as well with that. We're going to have a whole new broadcasting team for the major sports networks. Other than CBS, Fox is going to have somebody new. Amazon Prime is going to have Herb Street and Al Michaels. NBC is going to have Tariko and Collinsworth. And ESPN Monday Night Football is going to be, I mean, no matter how people want to feel about those two, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman will finally get to be on ESPN Monday Night Football. So that's another thing that is so intriguing. Speaking of curls, do you think Tyreek Hill will run a lot of curls? Yeah, he's going to have to because Tua, and that's a team that looks out for this off se- this season. We're going to talk about all of that. We're not going to talk about records and all that stuff. That's in the next coming months because the season just came out. We don't know what well, we don't know how injuries are going to play out. All of that. We got to take all those factors into consideration, but I mean, there's so many great games. It's hard to choose, but to me, like I said, I'm going to stand pat and go with the Buffalo bills and the Los Angeles Rams as the number one game to me that I'm looking most forward to. I know it's because that it's the first game of the NFL season, but think about it. And Ted, you also said that usually when you have like a champion, like the Rams in this case, you would have thought it'd probably be to us, to many, would have been the San Francisco 49ers, a rematch of the NFC title game. So to well, see an interconference game, first game of the season, that's awesome. That's well, just, here's, that's here's, just, here's that's just right there. No, because that just brings the intrigue in the sense of you get the best of the AFC, and we already know which will go down as the most star-studded AFC and the hardest to pick in the history that I've been watching football versus to some – and to many, and I would say this as well, the number one team in the NFC currently. So you're getting the best of both conferences well, against well, here, one another. Here's the other thing that I would have said. There's two other teams that I thought could have been a possibility. But one of them they do play would have been the Rams-Chiefs. They do I mean, play, look at that which game. would be the first time they'll play since that epic, epic Monday night game. Yep. 51 football game. I would have said, though, Rams-Buccaneers because of Brady and his pull – but they don't they don't play each other. So and then, I mean, add, and, then could, and then you could add the 49ers as a as a possible. But I love this because we look at last year we thought the Bills were the team, maybe the them and the Chiefs. Now everyone is really kind of on the boat. Like everyone is kind of on board that they believe that the Bills are the team to beat in the AFC, which is really tough to say considering how stacked that entire conference is. I don't know how you can tell me one team in that division really stands out above the rest but i think you did sorry, sorry. i think you did bro you gotta be you, I, that's not good that's not good it's not good i mean also too you got to take a consideration and then we'll get it we're gonna get into the new york giants schedule because we are new york giant football fans so we'll talk about that quickly in a few you get brady versus rogers i mean you well, get you the, get, you you get get the possibility of, hold on you get the possibility of seeing them for the last two times, to- for the last time, so here's the thing: you're going to get Brady. You're going to get Brady and Dallas in the first month. You're going to get Brady and and Rogers in the first month. You're going to get Brady and Mahomes in the first month. Yeah. You know, Brady also plays Baltimore, I believe, in the first month too with Lamar. So you're talking four studded teams right off the bat for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
hey, hey Brady, bring your A game. And 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 you know, for me, it's also to see like how does Lamar rebound from injury last year? You know, what happens with the Browns <clears throat> with Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson? That'll be, you know, we'll find that out as this, <clears throat> as the offseason progresses. OTAs will be starting in about a month or two. But listen, it's it's just for show right now. As the season goes on, we'll find out who are the real studs and who let, are the bombs. Let me ask you this quick question, too, before we finish off with the Giants. Primetime games, five games belong to Cincinnati, Chargers, Rams, Buffalo, Philly, Tampa, Green Bay, Dallas, San Fran, Patriots, Pittsburgh, Denver, Kansas City, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Las Vegas, and Arizona get four. Chicago, New Orleans, and Baltimore, three. Cleveland, Washington, Miami, Seattle, Minnesota are two. Jets, Giants, Houston, Jacksonville, Carolina, Atlanta get one. And then the poor Detroit Lions, who look like they're going in the right direction, have zero primetime games. So you look at you look at the five games, the teams that are on the five-game slate. Cincinnati, I mean, look at where they've become in the past year. Philadelphia, the team that I'm really co- confused about, two teams, really, realistically, New England and Pittsburgh, just because of the factor of I just don't think they bring well, – when, when I think of – hold on, hold on, hold on. When I think, you gotta look at who the, hold on. You got to look at who Pittsburgh probably playing on primetime. I know it's that, Cincinnati, but also – Cincinnati and Baltimore, you know those are primetime games. It's just inevitable because of – I mean, and then I think even the first week of the season, they have Pittsburgh-Oakland or one of the first two weeks. It's the 50th anniversary plus one day from the Immaculate Reception that yeah. the Franco Harris catch with Terry Bradshaw that went into the Super Bowl. So you got that – you know, listen, we know quarterbacks drive the league, right? We know the, the quarterbacks drive the league. It makes sense because you also got to look at the division, like the Giants in the NFC East. What other than Dallas team really screams, I want to see on, on national television? Sorry, I don't want to see Philly. Everyone's on the hoopla of Philly, I get but it. I he hasn't proven anything yet to, to be where it's like, oh, Philly's – listen, win a playoff game. You know, get to the playoffs again. You know, there's a lot of hoopla, but I we want to see provenability. You know, we, the right. Bengals, they have proved it. The Bills, you know, look at these teams. The Chargers, we know where they're at, but they got to get to a playoff game and win one. Tampa yep. Bay, Green Bay, Dallas, speak for himself. San Francisco, you also got to understand the markets. The New England thing is very interesting because I don't know what on New England drives other than Bill Belichick. There's nothing intriguing about that's their team. Last time we saw them, yeah. the Buffalo Bills were running through them. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say is that you see a team like Pittsburgh and New England, with the exception of the other the others, fine, fair enough. I, I get those because of the names, the the players that are on that, and it's just because people want to see the quarterbacks. That's another thing I, I'm confused about. Pittsburgh, Trubisky, Kenny Pickett, and then you get New England, Mac Jones, who I mean had an excellent season last year, don't get me wrong, but still. Interesting to see Pittsburgh and New England getting five primetime games. Speaking of games, let's talk about Big Blue and how well we know how the last year finished off. Historically bad, laughable, comical. They were a national laughing stock, let's say that. But it's a new era. Brian Dable, Joe Shane, a new era of Big Blue has officially begun. They start in Tennessee. Ted, you look at the schedule of the New York Giants. Realistically, now, we're not going to make predictions of the actual record or what we think, but if you had to look at the schedule, and it's not – it's a favorite it's, – it's one of the easier schedules in the league. If you look, the NFC East is all four teams are ranked 
at the weakest schedules in the NFL. The Rams actually have the toughest winning percentage-wise, who they're going, the toughest schedule this year. But the New York Giants, not giving me a prediction, just giving me a win total after looking at the schedule. How do you think and how do you feel Big Blue will fare in 2022? I think eight wins is reasonable. That's four wins above from where they were last season. I, I mean, I'm looking I mean, that at That would schedule. be a tremendous yeah, and, and, and here's where I'm, I'm looking at possible wins. Carolina, possible win right there week two, right? Yep. Chicago, listen, they didn't do anything to make their team better. They didn't fix their offensive line. They added no offensive weapons. That could be another possible. So you got two wins right there. Jacksonville and Seattle, let's see what happens with those two teams. We expect them not to be improved, but those are winnable games for the Giants. So if I put those at wins for the Giants, even though nothing's a win for the Giants, nope. I put them at four. They get the bye, right, which might oh, could be a great team. If they get those last two wins, hit the bye, then they come off the bye stretch and they have Houston, Detroit. Both Wait, hold on. Did you just say bye could be a great – the bye week could be a great team? Great, No, a great thing. <laughs> you said great, great team. Thing. You're a silly man. You're a silly, silly man. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm thinking, I'm looking at team in my mind. You know, the problem is the processing of the brain is doesn't always correlate to the mouth. So it's a good thing I don't say anything bad. But I have a a legendary quote. I think if the Giants, you win those two games against Jacksonville and Seattle, which are both on the road, you hit the bye week, right? And then you come back with Houston, Detroit. Those are still those are possible wins. So right there, you got you couldn't possibly run off four wins in a row. Knowing the Giants, they won't win four in a row. They'll, they'll probably go two and two. But if yeah. I look at those four wins with Chicago, maybe you split with Washington, and then maybe you split with Philly. You're looking at eight wins right there. Those are those are. I mean, the way I look at it is if you could split your division, which I would like to see the Giants at least split the division. That's four wins. All right. And then you and you steal the other four. You know, you got Chicago, you got Carolina, you have yeah, Jacksonville, I, Houston, I Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville, Detroit. There's nine wins. But what did he write? <laughs> he said, and it's 100. percent Dable can't fix, then he's officially a bust. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is all on Daniel Jones's health, staying healthy, and hopefully the offensive line could stay intact and not have injuries and not get. We don't need any more dysfunction. I mean, I don't think it could get any more dysfunctional than it was at the end of the 2022 season. And I think, think, sorry, Trevor, the only thing I was going to say to that point was, I got you, thank you for unmuting my mic while I was coughing, was can Daniel Jones stay healthy? That might be the bigger question. If Daniel Jones could stay healthy for 17 games, maybe we can actually see what this giant team is. Because if he's missing games again, we're not going to really get a good – understanding of I mean here's the thing this is a whole nother debate about the whole Daniel Jones question because let's be honest this guy Daniel Jones alongside I said it last night when we talk about pressure and we'll talk about this down the line every quarterback faces pressure with the exception of two quarterbacks currently in the NFL and we should just stop the debate of who they are they're Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford that's it I don't care what anybody says. You can fight it. And if you are, you just you just have you're having a bad day or you're just finding a way to start a conversation. But every quarterback faces pressure. Let's just be honest. All these quarterbacks, all 30 quarterbacks face pressure in some sort of way, except Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady. When you look at this Giants schedule, yes, it's going to come down to the health of Daniel Jones. Can you utilize his talents? And can the offensive line protect him with the edge rush, with the new looked New York Giants edge rush? of easy illusion and Kayvon Thibodeau. Let's see how this fares. This is going to be a rebuild. I'm not going to sit here and say this team's going to win 10 or 11 games. It's not going to happen yet. If they do, 
hell, I'm going to sit here and be happy. What do you think? We're going to complain about it? No, I don't give a crap. I'm going to be happy about it. My thing is, it's just like I said two years ago. I need some sort of direction with this team, and we're going to see how it plays out. But you also said, oh, well, the Giants could play this and that. Well, when people are looking at the when the people are looking at their schedule and they see the Giants, they're like, oh, they're, they're playing. We're playing the Giants. That's a win. That's my point. Is that yeah, we say that oh, we could beat Houston, we could beat Jacksonville, we could beat we could beat these teams. What do you think those teams are saying? Because I, I'm sorry, we we have no room to talk <laughs> as the as a franchise. We've been record wise alongside the New York Jets, 22 and 59. The past five years are the worst teams in the NFL. So we have no room to talk. But to me. If I had to pick a a with uh, wins, I'd go about six to seven. And if we could get six to seven, and there's progress and there's positivity at the end of the season, then okay, I have some sort of excitement moving forward and going forward into the next season. But I'm not going to sit here and say this is a ten win team, this is eleven win team, this is a playoff team. No. And if they do, then hell, I'll be happy. But no, we're going to sit here and say this is a rebuild, and this is what the New York Giants are. A very easy, favorable schedule on paper, but let's be honest. The team that what we're saying currently, the same teams are saying the same thing when they see the New York Giants on their schedule. That's all I'm going to say. So if I had to say, Ted, you said about eight wins, I'll go a little low. I'll go six to seven. Well, I, they're over under. They're over under seven. So I go uh, six I, to seven. I, I think I, that's. I'm, I think I'm that's a good. High, I, yeah. I I set you high hopes for as a Giant fan as eight wins. I think realistic is. We need to see improvement. We had four I think wins. I think that's for the Jets yeah. and Giants. If the Jets and Giants can yeah. get eight can wins to look good, yeah. I, I think six to eight wins is reasonable. Anything yeah. above that, like you said, is is cake, bro. It's 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 a bonus on top. It's a cherry on top of the Sunday, and you got to ride with it. Um, yeah. And it's got to be. It's something that as a Giant fan, that means two things. One, Brian Dable's the real deal. Two, Daniel Jones stayed healthy. I would say, and three, the offensive line was able to protect Daniel Jones, and Saquon Barkley had a rookie-type season when he was first on the Giants where he had over 1,000 yards rushing and close to 2,000 yards scrimmage from from the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, because, listen, you know we got pieces. It's not like we don't have a talent. I mean, you look at some of the bad teams, it's not like the Giants don't have talent. They have – Can they just pull all that talent, put it all together? And can it mesh well on the field? Yeah, they got the talent. They have playmakers. Can all that play? Can all those playmakers mesh? And can it be produced on the field? That's all that matters for me. We're gonna see how it goes. This is the start of a, a season that will be coming soon than later, sooner than later. And let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, I know we're all just waiting for this 2022-2023 NFL season to officially begin because we don't know what's gonna happen. Ted, quick question, very quick. Who wins game seven? Suns Mavericks. And quick, who do you trust more? Luca or Devin Booker? I'm putting you on the sport. It's a quick question. Don't give me any. I want, I just want oh, a quick. Oh, I, I want you to hold on. Listen, hold on. This is how it is going to be quickly. You're going to pick who you think is going to win, and you're going to tell me quickly who do you trust. Don't give me a long spiel. Just give me something well, quick. I, would, I wouldn't have done Booker versus Doncic. I trust Doncic to do his thing, but I think the Suns will win because of the home field, home court advantage. We've seen that. Before what what home court advantage the Suns will go get a different team, and 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 I'll tell you one other thing another great day of I think it's tonight or tomorrow three game sevens in hockey. <sighs> we'll see. And the Rangers play tonight game six, playing for their playoff lives, their season lives. We'll see how the Blue Shirts play. But next week 
big changes coming to Keys this City. A lot of major changes coming. You will see next week. Stay tuned for that. Enjoy the beautiful weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I heard it's nice in Connecticut. Finally, Connecticut's starting to get some nice weather. It's May 13th, Friday the 13th specifically. Hopefully everybody has. Have a drink on us. Yeah, have a drink on us. But no, enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. We are Keys to the City. We are out. To the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.